Ichiro-san, my good friend. Takahashi, you dusty son of a bitch. <laughs> Always good to see you. Look, I've been I've been thinking about the uh, the next big venture in our uh, our cinematic empire. I'm listening. It- Good, 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 uh, because uh, what I am thinking right now, so you know what I am thinking. What were you thinking? The answer is you're about to tell me. Exactly. Uh, if we can cash in on two of the most popular things happening right now, patriotic action movies and the Brat Pack. I like it. We take our, We make our own Brat Pack. And okay. we, we shoehorn them in uh, to a, an action movie with patriotic undertones. Um, and uh, I, I think we would have a winner. And I don't think it would take a whole lot of effort. We could probably pad the film out with, like, a 50-minute car chase. Ooh, ooh. And I've already got the characters. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, so we got kind of a weirdo girl. Right. Uh, 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 you know, kind of a, a popular girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. uh, the jock. Okay. Uh, a psycho. Yes. Uh, a dork. Right. And I don't know, a janitor? Okay. Can we throw in a cheerleader and also dial back the psycho to just kind of a rebellious chap that likes rock and roll? I mean, don't give me any more character traits because Lenny's already, you know, he's got a pile on his desk the size of I, I don't know what. I know these these writers don't come cheap, but trust me, we can we can pad the film out. There won't be a whole lot of writing. We'll pad it out with a fifty minute car chase. Okay. Come just a grinding screeching halt uh, about halfway uh, for about half an hour, and then we just ramp things back up again uh, with another car chase. But in this time, without not with just cars, with buses. Oh my god, and I know a great bus guy. He says we could definitely have the bus for the whole day. Oh, you're the guy. You yes, you 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 have a bus guy. That is great to know. So we've got all this mm-hmm. and a movie like this needs a, a marquee star, someone to lead this Brat Pack esque uh group uh on in their journey, and I have got the perfect person for the job. Oh my god, is it Judd Nelson? No, he's busy. Um but I did get Chuck <gasps> Connors. Uh, uh, sorry, who? Chuck Connors. Yeah. Big, big Western guy. He's been a stalwart actor for years. I'm sure he's got several years ahead of him. Oh, the guy that looks like future presidential candidate Joe Biden and also kind of Kirk Douglas? That's an odd thing for you to say, but yes, it's actually quite accurate. I mean, I'm calling it. I'm calling oh, it. That's, that's calling your shot here in uh, 87. That's that's that's. That's that's some some balls there, Ishiro. So we've got Chuck Connors. Mm. We've got a car chase, mm. a bus chase, mm. and the Brat Pack. Yeah. We put all of this together, mm-hmm. make it into a movie. Yeah, stick it in the theaters. Okay, that's when the money rolls in. Uh, we just lost the bus. Someone paint a van. Paint a van. Get Janice on the phone. You want me to paint a van? Yes, Janice, paint a van. All right. Yellow, like a school bus. Hold on. You know when I pick a movie, that's when I'm under pressure now. The question always comes back to me, what will they think? 
Howdy. Oops, wrong opera house. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a Robin Williams reference. Oh, well, started off with a Robin Williams reference I don't think I got. Yeah, oh, really? You never heard him live at the Met? Uh, No, I don't think so. Oh, it's like uh, one of his uh, greatest albums. Uh, it mm-hmm. comes out on stage because he's at the Metropolitan Opera House and says, Howdy! And he's like, oh, wrong opera house. Because you say oh, he thought he was at the Grand Old Opry. Oh. Say, that's the joke. That's <laughs> that's the joke. That's right, Rainier. <laughs> well, this is a podcast. It is. And it's called, What Were They Thinking? I'm Brendan. We, we, we were just told. So, I mean, do we really have to go through this futile exercise? We were just told? We were just told what they were thinking, didn't you? Hear in the opening, they, they said this is exactly what we were thinking, if you have any questions. Well, I mean, maybe we should just analyze that a little bit. All right. Okay, all right. Maybe we just analyze exactly what they were thinking, even though we already know what they were thinking. Yeah, redundant, like everything else. Okay. So, all right. What, what, what else are we going to do? It's 2020. We're all stuck in our houses. Exactly. Mm. And uh, what's your name? Uh, my name's Nathan. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Get that out of the so, way. So this is a very special, uh, it's a very special time of year, or I guess several times a year. But this is a fifth Thursday in a month, mm-hmm. and that only that only happens once in a good while. Yeah, and uh, we like to uh, celebrate that occasion by punching down a little bit. A little bit. I a mean, little bit. Well, sometimes sometimes more than others. It's it's, it's all in good fun. Yeah. But I mean, normally, come on. these guys, I mean, how did they not look at this movie and think, you know what, people are going to make fun of this thing? Exactly. Well, nor- <laughs> I was going to say, normally we do do more of like, uh, I don't want to say like all, we always do like blockbusters, but it's always like a theatrically released movie mm-hmm. that's like a moderate hit or a huge flop or everyone knows what it is or you have some idea. But this is a movie that I don't think I'd ever heard of before you mentioned it. Right. Um, it's called Terror Squad. And. Before we get too far into it, Nathan, we do have a guest with us here. Delightful. Oh, Montrose is in the room. Uh, that was not really Montrose. I, I could. Uh, that's more. Like, Ooh, delightful. Oh, that's a good impression. Oh, I've been working on it. Oh, oh nice. Uh, but we do have a guest here, uh, making making their way from Glen Falls, New York. <laughs> <laughs> that's my bit Hacksaw, now. Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Brent, and the Spirit as well. Possibly. From the home video hustle. Welcome. Are you asking or telling us, Brendan? I was asking. <laughs> I didn't know she was still in the room. But yes, welcome oh, yeah. to the show once again. What's happening? She's playing some type of puzzle game on her phone, so she's probably not going to pay us no damn attention. I'm here. I can multitask. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Terror Squad, the game. It's a, it's just a gem matching game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just Bejeweled, but with like yeah. <laughs> pictures from the movie. With, on with the- terrorists. It's like a Candy Crusher or that, that dungeon one where you, you match it, and that's how you, that's how you fight the dragons. <laughs> oh, welcome once again to the show. I love that y'all call me whenever y'all got like the trashy action movies. Y'all know me too well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See... This was the thing where I said, you know what, just come on for small screen shamefuls because I know it's going to be crazy, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here you this are. This is my area of expertise right here. This is what we like to watch on Home Video Hustle, so I was all for it. When I saw the title, it fucked me up because I was like, is Brendan watching a hip-hop movie? What the fuck is this? <laughs> I ain't never heard of it. No. <laughs> <sighs> Terror Squad. Just a Red Dawn Breakfast Club knockoff. Two movies I've never seen. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Never seen either one of those. Oh. Movies. You breakfast though? No. Wow. My goodness. I heard y'all talk about Red Dawn. That's as much of that movie as I know of. Oh. Your white card gets revoked. My white card got revoked. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Avenge me. Well, uh, guys. That's the only clip I knew from that whole movie. The, bu- the, the budget for this movie. Don't know. How much it made? It didn't go to the theater, so no idea. All right, Nathan, what's this movie? $50 million at the box office. (laughs) Box office, N.A. (laughs) Might have got released in Italy. I don't know. What what is this? Yes, this is a real 2019... uh, (laughs) What is it called? Escape from New York. It was the Escape from New York or something. Knock off. I can't even remember now. Yeah. But, But, Nathan, what is this movie about? Uh, well, I I think I kind of summed it up pretty nicely there when I told Brent. Uh, it's like I said, it's it's the Breakfast Club and uh, Red Dawn. But you know, if it ate paint chips all its life, Ishiro mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Takahashi in that opener to let us know what was going on. There was a fifty minute car chase. It comes grinding to a screeching halt for a half an hour, and then we get a bus chase at the end. And it's again, I, it, the reason why it knocks off Red Dawn is because this small town is under attack uh, by three terrorists who are apparently going to attack the nuclear power plant um, in town. Mm-hmm. Um, they then run amok uh, on a 50 minute car chase uh, and mowing down civilians. Uh, and Chuck Connors gets in on the action too because he, you know, just straight up runs a guy over as well. Oh my god! All the while, is he the guy that killed old Yeller. <laughs> is he? No, I think that. No, no, I think you're thinking of uh, Davy Crockett. I think that's the, that's the actor. No, oh, that's a, yes, that's a possibility. It's uh, Fess Parker or whatever. Uh, no, the old Yeller was um, shit. He was in Catalina Caper. Uh, oh, Tommy something or other. Was the oh, name. He was the oh, son. Fuck. He was the one who Tommy, had. To is it Tommy oh, Kirk? sorry, yes, I was Tommy talking Kirk. About, I was talking about the father for some reason. Oh, well, anyhow, yeah. uh, so not only do we have that um, interspersed during this uh, car chase that sets up for 50 minutes, uh, we've got a breakfast club knockoff for a bunch of 30-somethings who go to 30-something high, (laughs) and uh, they get put in detention for no real reason that I could actually discern. Um, At one point, I was wondering if these two stories were going to cross over at all. Thankfully... Or not, depending on who you are. They do. Uh, and, uh, of course, they have to defend themselves and stay alive while the terrorists take them hostage uh, uh, at 30-something uh, high. Uh. Staying alive, staying alive. And, of course, as always, hilarity ensues. And I just want to yes. point out right now, uh, Brent, uh, you, you both mm. are right. Because Chuck Connors is in Old Yeller. I thought so. Yeah. I don't know. He plays Burn Sanderson. I, I don't know who that is. But, anyway, he's in it, too. All right. So, how does this thing start? Uh, with apparently a, a protest in, I think, Libya? Yeah. Uh, yes. With all kinds of signs in English, for some reason. <laughs> but lots of dialogue with no subtitles, to which I wrote... Because we all watched this on, like, a dodgy YouTube quality. Oh, qual- I didn't. I didn't. I found a clear copy, V. I meant to tell you that. Oh, oh my sick. God. This shit is on Amazon Prime, bro. Oh, not here. It... Oh, okay. Damn. Right. I, was about to say, I, I, wanted, I was watching the YouTube video and I was like, fuck this. I didn't buy this goddamn 4K TV to watch this <laughs> sub VHS level <laughs> shit, Brendan. <laughs> so I, I looked it up and it actually popped up on there and it gave me subtitles. So I was like, okay, now I know what they're saying. Oh. But then when it popped up, it just said speaking Arabic. I was like, fuck. Uh, 
Okay, so there's not supposed to be subtitles in this opening scene. No. Okay, because, yeah, they're just saying... And and for a scene that goes on as long as it did, I was, like, kind of surprised. I'm like, are we just not supposed to know what anyone's saying for, like, five minutes? I, I don't know if it was what they were chanting, but at one point they start chanting out it could have swore. It says something about Yankees go home, I thought they said. Yeah, fuck them Yankees. <laughs> Always been more of a Red Sox guy, eh, there, Brendan? <laughs> uh, I'm a... Um, shit, Wicked shit. Hag. Think of other baseball teams. Think of other... Toronto Blue Jays. Boo! <laughs> you guys have baseball? No, I'm just you say we have baseball? Yeah, our team was the champs in like 92, and they were almost the World Series champs about two years ago. There you go. Oh, okay. So you're like, yeah, talk shit now, spirit. <laughs> I thought all they did was hockey. Uh, no, in <laughs> fact, we are the, I, I believe we are the current NBA champions as well. I about to say the Toronto Raptors and all that shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you the go. The Drake thing, right? The Drake thing. There you go. There y'all go. The Canadians. The, the to Americans, it is the Drake thing. Because isn't he always like at the Toronto Raptors? Yes. Okay. Talking shit in the front row. No, yeah. I don't really pay attention to the NBA. I don't either, I but. I see him on my Snapchat stories where they talk about celebrities. And it's like Drake was. Couldn't Can, stay off Canadians, here's your perspective from America. There y'all go. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> but what about that football, though? Nope. <laughs> nope. Hey, the only. T- <laughs> to get away from sports is the only time you'll see him run. I am right. So Reagan's America on a budget. Let's do this. It, yes. It, well, w- yes, because this was '87. So yeah, would just for the tail end of it. So it's. I guess it's uh, mid mid morning in America at this point. <laughs> yep. And then when that title comes on the screen, Terror Squad, it comes in like the fucking police squad logo. That made <laughs> yes. me laugh. <laughs> that would have been so much better if that just been like a naked gun type movie. Oh, and guys. <laughs> and it kind of does, but unintentionally. <laughs> guys, what's really interesting about it, I don't know if you saw this credit, but it says, and introducing Jill Sanders as Mary Lynn. Guys, this is the first movie with Jill Sanders. This is where she kind of made it. Jill Sanders? The Jill Sanders. This is where Ooh. she made her mark in Hollywood. Man, I'm uh, We kind of witnessed history. Well. I, I I feel I feel blessed now. Brent, where were you yeah. when you first saw Jill Sanders? Uh sitting on my couch at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Yesterday. She came over for a party? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> it's, been uh, rough, it's been a rough few years. <laughs> and and Jill Sanders is one of the several students that go to thirty something high. Yep. Yeah, who the hell is she in the movie? She's she's the she's the cheerleader. I thought she was the. Oh. Uh, I thought she was the the nice girl who was trying oh. to keep the peace there. You know what? It could be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any of these. Shit, I don't know any of these characters' names except for Johnny because I kept thinking about the room. <laughs> oh shit! But uh, I, I thought I thought of Johnny Yuma because he's a rebel. <laughs> he roamed <laughs> through the school. But we meet a lot of the, we meet all the characters here. Uh, we yes. get the jock couple. Um, we also have the, this nerdy dude who is so horny that he has to look at like horribly pixelated <laughs> girls with their bras on on, on a school computer. He's a hacker. <gasps> oh <Yeah>. shit! <laughs> I remember the nineties too. It's good times, man. <laughs> Using Netscape to look at porn at school. Gonna- pixelated, low res, gross. Oh, he's definitely like a future sex criminal, if not a current one. (laughs) Right. 
but yeah, I just, I just got a kick out of like that he had to sneak into a classroom to stare at this picture, and then he just get, get like, like a smile on his face. I'm like, all right, what's what's step two, buddy? <laughs> You're kind of painting yourself into a corner. Yeah, <laughs> close them windows, lock that door. That's right. Make get sure on to the turn floor. the monitors close to the as, as get close on to the, the wall as possible. What? Everybody do the dinosaur. There you go. <laughs> open door. Get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. No, he wants to do that dinosaur. Did you see his eyes? Okay. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Okay. So and then Nathan, I think you mentioned this before we before we uh, came on here, but this is where we we see the the band i guess well we go to like it looks like it's a sock hop in the janitor's quarters at the school (laughs) and who is that band is it two young students uh no it's 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 uh johnny rebel and uh was is gus gus Gus. his name yeah gus the the janitor the old kindly janitor yeah (laughs) now it's 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 not entirely odd for for students to uh, uh, hang out with janitors because I mean that's how noodles ended up in the offspring, um, but that's oh. the only that's where that whole thing stops and starts. <laughs> so my senior year, I hung out with the janitor all the time. But okay. did you? But did you start a band with him? No, I don't. Sing <laughs> and did you? Did you have like a like a you know a, a mentor mentee? Um, parent-child caring relationship where they would give you a very expensive guitar for your birthday. I mean, he would give me advice and like stuff. That didn't go where I thought it was going to go. But but no no like Fender Telecasters though, right? No. Okay. Well, you weren't talking to the right janitors. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I'm about to say yeah, she got one now. Hey, that's why I was very. That's why I remember this character's name because I'm like, anytime there's a janitor in the movie, I'm like, how faded are we about to get played in this movie? <laughs> Well, that comes later. Um, yeah. <laughs> the the old man, yeah, he gives him after they after they jam for a bit. Um, he gives Johnny some money, and he's like, "Listen, you gotta take this. Just take this. We got a lot of music to make." <laughs> <laughs> he basically does do that. He's basically like, <laughs> "Take this money. We got a lot of music to make." <laughs> I'm gonna be dead as fuck. Let it go and take this shit now. So, <gasps> spoiler. Alert. I didn't. I couldn't oh, tell. Fun. Was he like? Was he living in in the school to save on rent or something? It looked like it because he had a pretty plush setup down there. He turns out to be Freddy Krueger, I believe, later on. Uh, That's right. Oh, <laughs> oh I forgot. A, sorry, I forgot about that aspect of Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Damn you, remake. <laughs> that was supposed to be in the original too. I mean, it is. It is. It is mentioned, but in the remake, they really hammer it home. No, they just say that he was a a, a child killer in the, uh, the first one. Really? Because yeah. I thought yeah. I, I swear I knew that he was that before I saw the remake. Nope. Maybe I just inferred. I, I they I they I think they mention they they make allusion to it in uh, like the like Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Mm. Yeah, you know, before the there's like three more movies after it. That might have been it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the U.S. So, Canadian border guys. Yeah, you let them in. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it. I mean, it's it's not not much is going on there. <laughs> not right now, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I love how it Americans says get out. it says the U.S. Canadian border, and it's really dark, and we can barely see what's going on. And then, like ten seconds later, it's like Kokomo, Indiana. I'm like, wait, what? Dune Fuck Beach, wasn't quick. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was just like, um. 
Okay, so what was the point of the first part? <laughs> just they just, so they just move quick. Just so that you can know that America was not to blame, I guess. I don't know. Rook gotcha. So they, they Those made damn their way. Canadians. Yeah, yeah. We we <laughs> we took some Libyans in and sent them your way. Yeah. Oh, I meant to ask y'all in fucking Back to the Future, wasn't it fucking Libyans that like smoked Doc in the beginning too? It was. Yeah. I thought so, okay. Yeah. Fucking Libyans. <laughs> oh, there's a sound bite. Uh, they don't. They don't listen. Put that on the Libya doesn't listen. Hey Libya. Hey Libya. Why don't you listen to the podcast, huh? <laughs> you want to end up just like Wyoming? <laughs> <laughs> I've said my piece. Go ahead. Um. So okay. So I get we get that brief thing, and then um, I, don't they they they're getting rounded up to go to detention. That's and why I said this is the Breakfast Club. Yeah, and but I do. The only thing I could think of for anybody being in detention would be the the computer guy, and I'm guessing you're looking at nudie pictures on the computer. But I didn't see anybody else do anything really detention worthy. Well, see, it's like it's like the great writing of a John Hughes movie, right? You don't need to see <laughs> what every character did. You just kind of end up there, and you discover these characters as the movie flushes them out. Yeah, they tell you what they did to get there. That didn't happen here either. I also would like to know where that sound was emanating from from Johnny's guitar, because there was no amp, and he was walking along, strutting and singing like he was plugged right in. I do okay, love so that. I'm not tripping. I was wondering that too. <laughs> well, yeah. and they do they do try to have the teacher because he walks into the detention and he's he's jamming and the teacher's like unplug that and then it cuts back to him. I'm like, wait, where did he have it plugged? Yeah, <laughs> even when he took it off, he didn't unplug it from anything. He just put it down. <laughs> That's right. Got a pocket amp, it, which was a shame because it was before his accompanist could come in uh, with the uh, armpit uh, orchestra. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my god, that went on for 10 minutes. <laughs> no, it just felt like that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Call me now. Is that the jock? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. What do you mean? You, I don't... Classically trained? I don't think so. Oh, you know what? No. Okay. Yeah, alright, sure. You trained under Yo-Yo Ma. Yo-Yo Ma plays armpit noises. Look, I no, no. You know what? We're gonna get back to talking about your recovery. What are you doing right now? Oh, oh, that's rough. <laughs> oh, well, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm sure your stimulus check will come soon. I'm gonna get back to the podcast. I'll, I'll talk to you <laughs> later. Oof. Goodness. Rough Anyways, scene, hey? I didn't yeah, want right. to. I didn't want to ruin your point, Nathan. But uh, Yo Yo Ma did actually come out with a recent uh, CD called Armpit Noises. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to kill your flow, though. Well, I, I, <laughs> I was unaware. I, I'll, I'll give him a call back. The numbers on the call display here, so I'll, I'll call I back. Get hit, and Nathan. Apologize. I felt the burn. What? <laughs> when you were like, when you your stimulus check, I'm like, oh. Hey, that that hit home for her. That hit a nerve because she straight looked up like, ooh. <laughs> but the armpit maestros or the, uh, the, the stimulus check. Both. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm just like, we look pitiful in America compared to all these things. I'm in Canada. I'm just like. Y'all was wondering, you picked this movie, right, Nathan? I did. Why did you pick this movie? I'm curious. Uh, uh well, okay, well, uh, I was gonna save it for later, but I'll tell you right now. Um, okay. There's a there's a fella uh, named Scott Foy. 
Uh, I, I've mentioned him on the podcast a couple times before. Uh, I used to follow his um, his blog way way back before like Facebook and everything was super duper popular. And uh, but he's on Facebook now, and he posted this the scene the the bus chase scene at the end, particularly the ridiculous amount of continuity errors that happened in it. And I was like, "What is this movie?" And I looked it up, and I was like, "Sure enough, it's right there on YouTube." And I was like, "Well, I guess I got this one in the pocket for a small screener." Um, so I mean, if if there's anything ever super obscure or weird that's gonna come out that I've picked, chances are. Um, uh, it was, you know, the Foy Wonder who put it up on Facebook or something. Uh, where are we here now? Because I, I just, that, that phone call really shook me. Um, well, what, what happens after this? After this, after this jock dude is like, oh, I can make armpit noises. We see like five minutes of exercise video footage being watched by the nerdy guy. Yeah, it's the 20 minute yeah. pervert. All right, what what Friday the Thirteenth movie was it where the guy was watching? He was watching almost this exact same thing, and I think it was like part what four, I think five, it is, six. I think it's four, yeah, because it's where he comes back to. He, it's where he like Jason gets out of the the morgue or whatever. Yeah, because the guy's in the morgue, he's trying to secure some, but then he can't get nothing. Then he turns on the exercise video that looks like the exact same fucking video in this movie. <laughs> yeah, probably. Was that a real thing? I wasn't around back then. Could you really just turn a channel to this shit like at random? Uh, there was a thing called the twenty minute workout. Uh, that used to be on in the afternoons, and uh, there were other shows that were like it, uh, thanks to Jane Fonda and her uh, Buns of Steel videos. Uh, they actually make mention of the uh, the 20-minute workout in Ghostbusters. Rick Moranis' character says he taped 20-minute workout, played it at uh, Fast Forward, did the whole thing in 10 minutes, got a great workout. <laughs> Did they have the angles with the, the asses in the air and like See, the coochie like thrusted toward the camera? I think that is a bit of an exaggeration for the movie, <laughs> but <laughs> but wait, you're 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 making uh, you're, you're wait you're making the assumption that they didn't just use someone else's footage for this movie? No, I'm thinking that the probably more the the, the more likely story is that the the video or the footage was created. Uh, to be used in movies like Friday the Thirteenth, and they probably just bought it on the cheap, uh, like for like stock video or something to be used. Okay. Hmm. So after this, so you want to see all the footage? Go back and get the Criterion version of this movie. Get all the footage. <laughs> get the entire twenty-minute workout. <laughs> so after this, we cut to the terrorists, right? And they're at the nuclear power plant yes. with a rocket launcher in hand. Oh my god! Yeah. It's and. I guess the security for this nuclear plant is terrible. Attack, it's just the most <laughs> rinky-dink base attack I've ever seen. They have like four guys, and I think one of them has a gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what, the dude starts pulling out a rocket launcher, and I swear one of the dudes was looking right in that direction, didn't like turn and look the other way. I'm like, you ain't see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the guards are like, the guards have like stormtrooper stormtrooper level uh, aim. Oh yeah, the accuracy is is um, absolutely dreadful. Well, they have a little better than stormtroopers because they actually did shoot the guy. In the front. They did like dude up. That's what I was wondering about. I was like, all right, the plan. They're gonna bust through the gate and blow some shit up. But I'm like, there's like eight, five to eight guards right there. The moment you get close, they're going to spray that van the fuck up. Especially what was the plan? Oh yeah, because they do send in that guy. They do send in that guy to like uh, as like a suicide bomber. I forgot about that. Part. Yeah. <laughs> And he gets nowhere. <laughs> so they they go, well, that didn't work. Plan B, rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. They should have led oh, with I mean, that, I think. <laughs> always start with RPGs, man. <laughs> uh, but 
so and and okay, this is one of my favorite like cliches in movies like this because they cut to uh, uh, Kirk Biden and he's uh, played by Chuck Connors. <laughs> And he's about to take a bite out of a burger, and then he gets a call on the radio, and he does that like dramatic bit, like stop midway through. <laughs> like when, when, as soon as he hears the radio, he like stops about to take a bite, and then takes the call. I'm like, just, just, just take that bite, dude. Just chew it up. They'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a sign behind him that says Spanish hot dogs. Okay. Oh shit! I didn't see that. That sounds like some freak shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's not that, I'm not sure what a Spanish hot dog is. I'm about to, I'm gonna look it up for you. All right, look it up on Urban Dictionary. That's exactly where I'm going. I know you too. Oh, well. good lord! <laughs> I had a Spanish hot dog once, and it was very tiny. What? <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> I heard that. Mm-hmm. That was so caliente. Hey. Shriveled chili peppers. Okay, you want to know what a Spanish hot dog is? I do. <laughs> Spanish hot dog. To rub the penis between a woman's breast until the point of ejaculation. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. It's not Spanish. That would be fun, though. Just a, a tit fuck. That's all I, that I, is. I, I, I yeah, looked up the food item, and it's literally just a hot dog in a bun with a shit ton of salsa on it. Well, oh, there you go. There you go. That doesn't sound that great, but anyway, okay. I, I like this. I like the Urban Dictionary definition more. Me too. Yeah, it seems like they're reaching around for something <laughs> around hey, the clock um, tonight. They're gonna reach, reach, reach. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um. Uh, so uh, he is informed that there uh, there's been an attack at the plant, uh, which uh, proceeds to have the next fifty minutes preoccupied by uh, this car chase scene oh. where they. Where the terrorists uh, run over an old guy, and yes. then Chuck Connors just speed bumps the hell out of him. Yo, we were watching this, and I looked at the spirit like when they were about to hit the dude. I was like, "Come on, come on!" They did it. I was like, "Yeah!" And then I was like, "Oh shit, he gonna hit him too!" And then he actually did it. And I ju- legit like jumped out the seat. We're like, "Oh, I love this movie!" <laughs> and then when he just kind of looked back, and he was like, "Meh," and then just kept chasing the other guy. He was already dead. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> is this a no? Is this? A- <laughs> This is a, a very uh, a very accurate commentary on policing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it was at this point while I was watching the movie in in my house that my mom called, uh, oh. and I took a like a thirty minute phone call from my mom, which was far more entertaining than anything in this movie. Mm. <laughs> I, and it, it was just a Tuesday night call from my mom. It's definitely. So you saying you don't like fifty minute car chases? Oh things? my god! I, you know what? I do, uh, but I like fifty minute good car chases. Yeah, I liked a fifty minute car chase the last time I saw one when it was called the movie Kidnap. Eh. Oh fuck! That movie's fun. Who gets that reference? That movie's fun as hell. I, I like that movie. <laughs> I never seen. Come on, Holly Berry trying to save her kids from swamp people. That's great. Wait, what? what? Yeah. I didn't know about the last part. Yeah, they're like people that live in the swamp. You were talking about kidnaps and you said Halle Berry. I thought you were talking about the call. Oh, fuck no. Wait, <laughs> wait. No, that one's okay. But kidnap, yeah, it is. Is, kidnap is fun. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen that one. Anyhow. Uh, Terror Squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get to find out that the uh, the engine blocks in the police cruisers at the Kokomo Beach Department, or Kokomo Police Department, rather, are uh, built out of C4 because they just <laughs> blow up at the drop of a dime. 
And every car crash, just immediate explosion. Every time it's like Grand Theft Auto out there. Oh, yeah. this no, this movie, th- this section of the movie is literally Grand Theft Auto because there's a part where yes. the terrorists are just shooting every single person they see. Yep. See, Brendan, I was thinking the whole time it was like ghetto blaster flashbacks popping up in my head the whole time. <laughs> I was hoping that they were gonna like pick up a prostitute and then drive into an alley. <laughs> <laughs> Was the town water tower filled with ethanol? (laughs) I thought it was just empty. Because when it fell down, it exploded. It just blew up. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you know this, um, Nathan. Water is a natural explosive. Well, I mean, if you're in Flint, maybe. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Topical. Getting topical here. But seriously, that's like the saddest thing in the world it's, right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the saddest. It's things one of them. It's right, up there right now. It's up yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. the. It's there. It's um, on the list. It's a lot of sad <laughs> shit going on in America right now. Oh yeah. America's just sad. Period. Like, <laughs> <laughs> see, see, we listen. We can say America trash because we live here. Oh, I'll yeah. say it. Fuck it. I'll, I'll say it for Brendan and Nathan. It shit's whack. I'll I'll say large swaths of it are. Yeah, swaths. Yeah, very large. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the water tower of uh, filled with ethanol. <laughs> yep, and uh, this chase all ensued by the worst cops ever. Oh, well, the worst. I mean, well, <laughs> in this movie, let's say. In this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, back at the school, the exercise program keeps getting interrupted by the same news bulletin about, like, uh, about like the Libyan terrorists attacking or whatever. And mm-hmm. I wrote down, are we really doing, like, the boy who cried wolf plot thread? Because we have the nerdy guy that's like, oh, my God, teacher, come here, listen to this. And when the teacher goes over, it's back to the exercise show, and he's like, there's no Libyan invasion. Get a grip, kid. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, how long can they keep this up? I was hoping it was going to be like the whole movie. And there, at one point, like they haven't really done a whole lot uh, as students in detention, and he is just he's reaming them out for their behavior. And I'm like, what did they do? <laughs> Everything. Yeah, there was legit points where I looked at the spirit. We was watching it, and then he like yelled at dude, and he just looked around, started yelling at everybody. So I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Read a book. That's what he keeps saying. <laughs> yep. Um, Didn't one of the books have a bunch of gum like jammed in it too? <laughs> I think so. Also, guys, oh, did, yeah. you, did you guys notice at one point, it was a, it was kind of a quick shot, but one of the terrorists at one point shoots like right in front of like a tree or something, and the, there's a guy in the background, and he's just casually walking through the shot. <laughs> yes! It was the fucking best. I would roll when I saw that. <laughs> I, was like, I really want... I wanted to know... That car, uh, as Brandon said earlier about this being a Grand Theft Auto, that car must have been a Grand Theft Auto car because they never ran out of ammunition, not once. And I didn't see a single duffel bag packed to the brim with magazines. No, they hit those fucking cheat codes. Yeah, nobody's business. They didn't change a clip until like 45 minutes into the 50 minutes. (laughs) My 780 bullet clip is out. (laughs) That's right. Extended (laughs) clip, Brendan. Um, yeah, so then, uh, Kirk Biden calls the FBI and CSI's his way back into his car. I'm assu- oh, because he puts on, like, his sunglasses. Yeah! <laughs> down, 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 Turn that damn music off, you kids. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Where's my hamburger? 
<laughs> but I mean, and then you know, it's an exciting action movie, so we have to see about five minutes of footage of the cops loading up their guns and carefully dispersing them amongst them. <laughs> we also get to see that the uh, the the terrorists are truly evil because they failed to yield at a yield sign. Those <gasps> bastards! Oh right? shit! Libya's and going then, down. Then. They drive through the cornfields, just destroying the corn, just wrecking the local economy. Mm-hmm. Just running all the children over. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag child murder. Oh, there's some of that in this movie. Hashtag children of the corn murder. <laughs> yeah. Gee, there you go. Hashtag corn child murder. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> the children out there. <laughs> Dead ones. <laughs> oh... So oh um, my god, they try to sh- don't don't they try to shoot a helicopter out of the sky with um with the rocket launcher at this point successfully? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, targeting is just that easy. Oh, and not only driving, that, not only that, but like the guy in the helicopter is sitting aiming like a fucking I don't know like a like a, a gun at the at the terrorists while they're driving while the helicopter is going through the air i'm like your aim can't be good doing this. well there was a couple times when he actually hit the the hood of the car and i'm just like mm-hmm. the engine block is fucked that car should not be running right now <laughs> he is like got those chicos man yeah he's, yes he's basically this guy in the helicopter is basically american sniper like he just <laughs> it's the prequel i also found weird because i mean these are cops in rural indiana mm-hmm. i guarantee you they're adept at handling rifles because they probably all go hunting every fall mm-hmm. yeah but not these ones maybe it's fall uh, uh that would stand to reason because the kids are in school so maybe it's fall and all the good cops are off hunting and these are just like the the weekend scrubs that are you know trying to take care of these libyans although that does assume that the movie um that the people that wrote this movie thought about stuff <laughs> are you saying, what are you implying, Brendan? You're making some bold <laughs> judgments. Uh, so we go back to the school, and uh, I think this is the second or third time we flip-flopped back from the car chase to the school, and this was when I noted, Does this do these stories at all ever intersect? I hope so bad that they wouldn't. I didn't want them to intersect. I hoped it was just going to be two separate things for no reason the whole time. I loved it. <laughs> and unfortunately, that was not the case because just moments later, they the the terrorists cross paths with the Breakfast Club. Yeah, um, it, but they're like driving out in the field, and then they just cut back to them running up in the school out of nowhere. Like, how the fuck they tell like them what the fuck happened? Yeah, hey. <laughs> they're like they're like when Jason Voorhees got those new powers when he took Manhattan and he could suddenly <laughs> teleport everywhere. Yeah, I was like, where the hell they, how they get there? Magic. That's movie magic, Brent. You know. know. It's on the cutting room floor. <laughs> um, did you did you guys, like, there was a part where this, they were in the field and there was like a bunch of bales of hay that got dropped. And I was like, that is the most, that, okay, the only reason that happened was to purposely block the cops. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's no other reason for that. <laughs> I also thought it was interesting that uh, that uh, police chief Kirk Biden is uh, wearing a a Brooklyn sweatshirt yes. hoodie. Yes. Yeah, that was weird. What the fuck? <laughs> he doesn't sound like he's from Brooklyn. No. Doesn't look like he's from Brooklyn. They're was, in Indiana. He's from Kokomo, for fuck's sakes. 
By the way, I, I did read that this was filmed on location, and according to the residents of Kokomo, um, the way that this was shot, like, the shots don't make any sense at all in terms of, like, geography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, they're like, there's literally, I think there's literally a shot where they're coming up the road, and then they cut to when they're a little bit further up the road, and it's like four miles over or something like that. So not only do do they do we get to enjoy it with all the flagrant continuity errors in it too, there's a there's a, a section of people in this world who can watch it and, and enjoy it just that much more. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, the terrorists do come in at this point. This is a good fifty minutes into the movie. Yes. Into yeah. a ninety three minute movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they waste no time killing poor Gus. Oh my God! He goes in there. Can we talk that about that? Shit was the best. Can we talk about how <laughs> Gus died because he's just like I'm just playing a harmonica. <laughs> yep. Walk black. He, he comes in clearly the way the terrorists are standing there. There is clearly someone with a gun, and he just comes in with his harmonica. <laughs> Immediately chopped up. Legit. When I tell you, man, I was like tears came down my eyes. I laughed so hard. <laughs> Because you had to hear the terrorists in there yelling at the kids to get down, do all this shit. And my man just come around the corner looking down at the floor with his harmonica just get sprayed. It was the best. I guess he thought that all situations can be de-escalated uh, with the dulcet down- sounds of the mouth harp. <laughs> the power of music. <laughs> oh, my God. It would have been great if he came in one of those, like, Bob Dylan harmonica holders. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Come gather around, people! <laughs> <laughs> oh, if yeah, only. That's one of my, that's like my one of my. There's three moments in this movie I love. That's one. I'm right there. I legit almost died laughing. Oh well, I know one of other one for sure. But oh, oh I ain't gonna say it. Then. Okay. <laughs> well, and and so yeah, he gets lit up. He gets killed. He's dead as fuck. As fuck. Um. And wait, Lisa it, it, apparently has the same mascara as Tammy Faye Baker because she just turns into a raccoon. <laughs> I was th- every time I hear Tammy Faye Baker, I can't help but think about um, think about Jan Hooks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so this is one of the things that I mean I don't, don't want to say bothered me because this is a stupid, stupid movie. But when Kirk hmm. Biden is using his megaphone, because they arrive there and they're like negotiating. So mm-hmm. Kirk Biden is using his giant megaphone so that they can hear him. Mm, yeah. But the lead terrorist dude is just kind of yelling out the screen window. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. He can hear him just fine. It's the echo. It's, it's the sound is traveling it's the, back it's down. It's the acoustics, dude. yeah. The acoustics yeah. in Kokomo are just unbelievable. You have no idea. That's why everybody wants to go way down to Kokomo. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I was waiting for that to come up. And I, I think old Kurt Biden, he knows what he's doing. He thinks he knows what he's doing because he's seen Dog Day Afternoon three times. And and <laughs> I, as soon as they said Dog Day Afternoon, I was like, it's the old tradition of reminding <laughs> us about a better movie. <laughs> They could have gone at the entire movie without doing that. This whole thing just made me want to watch The Breakfast Club and then Red Dawn in some <laughs> weird double bill. Yeah. They should have just did like laser blasts, like how they blew up the Star Wars signs. Just like he say something about that movie, like, man, fuck that movie. This shit ain't real. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we're making some great references today. Oh, yeah, I got y'all. <laughs> Dog day, go fuck yourself. There you go. Hey, there you That's the line right there. Write it. <laughs> Uh, the cheerleader uh, at this point says uh, she has to make potty, and uh, I believe that's the line. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. And um, 
they said, okay, um, you know, the unhinged terrorist will go with you. And she's like, ah, I think I'll hold it. Yeah, he does like a weird little smile, too. I was like, oh. By yeah, the way, the yeah. only smart move of the entire movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's why she gets out. Yeah. That's why she's one of the survivors. <laughs> That's right. Um, there. I mean, I mean, this movie has some classic, you know, if you're not from America, 80s racism. Um, yeah, I was like, man, some of the shit they were saying, I was like, oh, someone man. does say the camel, uh, camel line. Jockey yeah, or something like that. Yeah. I was like, oof, okay, yeah, Reagan's America. There we go. And I was like, oh man, yes. and that's the one where that caught me off guard. I was like, oh. And then right after that, he's like, I'm not going anywhere with you. You stink. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, a little less impact on that one, but well, don't uh, the the nerd and uh, Johnny uh, mm-hmm. get away. At this point, and uh, for a good reason, uh, because mm-hmm. the unhinged terrorist uh, doesn't believe in sights. <laughs> he could have easily shot both of them as they were running away, but he decided to shoot from the hip rather than raise the gun to his eye so he could use the sights. Yeah, he's that's too easy. He's he's pretty terrible. Yeah, so I guess we should mention there the one the one that's yelling out to Kirk Biden is seems to be a little more uh, sensible. He's the sensible, I guess, more I, sympathetic villain because Grounded? he talks about he talks about how um, the reason why they're doing it is because the U.S. bombed their village and killed like kids and old people and stuff like he that. Killed his two-year-old kid. To, he said. to yeah. which the teacher, to which the te- teacher says, "Our country bombed you because of your terrorism." <laughs> yep. And I'm like, well, that's the viewpoint of the movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah, just the movie. <laughs> oh i mean yeah I, I just didn't want to bring the room down no <laughs> it's fine <laughs> uh, okay so yeah it, it, the uh, unhinged guy doesn't kill johnny or the nerd and then when he comes back uh he bursts through the door of the the classroom uh <laughs> and he's almost shot by his compatriot and he's yeah. like what do you want me to do knock i was like well yeah or announce yourself i mean you're both carrying automatic rifles so yeah you could have walked back in (laughs) (laughs) or just uh, you said you yelled out his name and said uh i'm coming in don't shoot me (laughs) (laughs) no such luck on the kids (laughs) the movie should have just ended right there they both just shoot themselves and then the credits just roll yeah (laughs) oh it's at this point i noticed that the the head terrorist uh Gun design changes a couple of times between shots. Oh, at one point, it's foam. <laughs> yeah. Like, a thousand percent. When they're outside later, it's there's there's a shot where I can see it bending. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. Um, but this is... Uh, and this is where uh, the nerdy dude and Johnny... Nerdy dude tries to convince Johnny that they should do something to save everyone else. And Johnny is like, fuck that noise. I'm out. But what about Peace. Gus? Johnny, what about Gus? You were gonna make wonderful music together. <laughs> and 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 the nerdy dude's like, we can make a weapon. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the as as fun as the weapon that he designs and makes is, I I feel it would have taken him a lot longer to do that. Well, when but you see, he's smart, Nathan. He can do anything. Like defy the laws of physics. Yes, he's time smart. and space. Physics are nothing. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> when you got a weld, you got a weld. That's right. Uh, we got back. It's to, life or death. Uh, the uh, <laughs> I guess middle of the road girl uh, who decided just she's gonna taunt the terrorists. 
Why not? Yeah. Might as well take you know. a chance. <laughs> right? <laughs> She's bored. We gotta do something. Yeah. yeah um, and, and, and by the way, this whole time, there's a ticking clock because the ter- the lead terrorist is like, I want a bus. And then I want a, a, a jet waiting for us at the airport. So he's by like. five after five for some reason. Like what? It was by five after five. Yeah, I don't know like why not, it's not just five. Not five o'clock, not five thirty, but five they after five. They would expect that. You gotta give them something to keep them on their toes. <laughs> keep them keep them on edge. Yeah, there you go, see. Brent, do you work for this director? Uh, no. Good. But if he wants to holler at me though. <laughs> get you in touch with some people at the asylum and you could probably make a pretty good. Pretty good if I, if I ever get yeah. that job, I'm calling both of y'all and we writing the hell out some movies. Yeah, the, the asylum, the asylum is definitely gonna do one of those like mockbusters, but with Terror Squad. <laughs> it Brent, sounds like one of their movies. Brent gets a job there. He's like, "No, I'm telling you, everyone loves this movie. Let's do a mockbuster." <laughs> That's right. They would probably gonna do a mockbuster. Brent could be just like, "Let's remake it." <laughs> exactly. No, straight remake of this and Ghetto Blaster Two. That is on my list. <laughs> Ghetto Blaster. I need Blu-ray two. releases of that. Electric Ghetto Lou. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ghetto Blaster Two. Hashtag Child Murder. That's the title. Yeah. Too bad he's um. not alive anymore to reprise the role. <laughs> CG, just like Rogue One. Hey, there you go. Peter, Peter Cushing and the guy from Ghetto Blaster. <laughs> both of them memorialized in CG. Wait, but the budget for Lee in there too. The the budget the budget isn't enough, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have cardboard cutouts. And you know like when you watch like oh, you'll game a deaf it. Well you know you know when you watch like uh like a like a, a play and you have these people that come out dressed in all black that like move stuff around? It's gonna yes. be like that, but with but in the movie. <laughs> and they're not gonna be CG'd out. You're just gonna see them moving the cutout around. Yes. Yeah. Mannequins with the faces printed out and stapled to the fucking thing and then we moving them around <laughs> oh my god be the best. so when are we shooting this <laughs> as soon tomorrow. as he gets his job at the asylum <laughs> i'm waiting on my call tonight b i'm gonna let y'all know tomorrow <laughs> come on iron zeering <laughs> five thousand dollar budget let's go <laughs> terror nato <laughs> hey you don't say that too long man. yeah you, too loud you, they're gonna hear it you oh, put shit. that shit out into the ether it'll become a thing uh That's patent right. pending all rights reserved yeah, executive uh, producer Brendan. So th- isn't this where Johnny? Yeah, so ner- nerdo dude is like welding a weapon together, and this is also where Johnny like he builds a see- crossbow, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, yes. I think yeah. so. But Johnny finds. Like- I thought he was making a knife, but then I saw he had the bow. I'm like, oh, when the fuck did he do that? They just showed he make the blade. No, or what it was, arrow, he was doing. He was doing the notching on the arms, uh, where you uh, put the yeah, where you would put the 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 wire so you could pull it back to fire the arrow with it. But guys, Johnny finds Gus, and it's almost like it's almost like they forgot to tell the actor, like, no, no, earlier in the movie, you already know he's dead. Because he finds <laughs> Gus, and he's like, Gus? What the hell happened? <laughs> like, Daddy? Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> he sees his body, and he starts, like, crying and stuff, and I'm like, okay, I get that he's sad, but doesn't he already know this? <laughs> And I had a question too about that because when the dude he, they told him earlier to move the body, I thought he just took it out into the hallway, but they done ran into like some fucking boiler room and the body's down there, right? Oh, I yeah. just want to say one quick thing too. Um, when they cut to Gus's dead body, he's breathing. <laughs> Good, so he's not dead. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, so don't yeah. worry, guys. Gus lives. And, and although Johnny is apparently dumb as a bag of hammers because he can't see him breathe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, acting one hundred and one. 
Um, so I, they finally get the bus to the school, right? Yes. And then there's a there's a scuffle with uh, the teacher, and unhinged terrorist hits him in the head, and I was kind of shocked that that killed him. Yeah. So I thought yeah, he just uh, butted him with the gun. I didn't think it was like he bludgeoned he his face in. No, he just he hit him. He hit him in the head. And he fell, and then apparently yeah, that was enough to kill him. Maybe he hit he, the sweet spot. Like, hit the sweet spot exactly. Caused <laughs> an aneurysm or a stroke or something. Oh so. no, my Achilles heel, the center of my forehead. <laughs> my Achilles forehead. You you shot me in the head. My only weakness. And then there's a ridiculous <laughs> fight between the jock and the unhinged terrorist. Oh my god. Oh, did they try and do like a surprise thing here? Because I swear yeah. the way they cut it, they made it look like the jock shot him. But then when they cut back, the jock is all lit up. Like, whoa, what happened? I rather yeah. wanted like, did I miss something? Yeah, they, yeah no, they, they, they did. And, <laughs> okay. Did, and then they also, did you guys also notice that when they're having this fight, the girl that's like on the ground, like looks up and sees them fighting and then just goes and lays back down. <laughs> She's like, fuck that shit. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't blame her, but yeah. Now you handle that. I'm on the ground, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm faking dead here. Don't don't cramp my style. That's right. Play dead. So, she learned it from her pet dog. Okay, so when the bus got there, <laughs> that's when <laughs> that's when the cheerleader got released. So she made it out. Oh yeah, because uh, they're like, we want a hostage. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, fine. You get this crying cheerleader girl. Yeah. You get this <laughs> annoying ass one out the fucking room. I'm tired of her. They don't even uh, like make sure she le- like leaves properly. They're just like, yeah, go and she <laughs> just get off. Yeah. I thought for a second they was going to do some crazy shit and throw out the window or something. Right? <laughs> you want a fucking hostage? Here's a fucking hostage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to say, I mean, I don't know why they would have called that off considering what they did to poor Gus and how just cold they were about that. Why not just toss some cheerleader or somebody else out the the top of that school? That's what they they should have just threw him out there. But it would have been great, too, if they threw the cheerleader out and she landed on her feet in, like, the form of a cheer, like the, a cheer pose. Stuck the landing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she threw her hands up and everything. Yeah. She's like, give me an S, give me an A, give me an F, give me an E. Safe. Go, cats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, she's gone. Uh, Nerdy and Johnny are, are still in the school. We're down a jock and a teacher. And they take the nice girl on the school bus. Yeah, because like Brent said, that jock gets yeah. lit up. And yes. Johnny is Spray. seemingly gone. Mm-hmm. We think he's yeah. left. Right. But yeah, the school bus comes up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was actually, there's a couple of things around like, first of all, so much for the sharpshooters. Uh, because there were several <laughs> points where those guys were wide open uh, to get taken out by any decent SWAT sharpshooter, uh, even if it was just the Kokomo Police Department sharp, uh, SWAT team. Mm-hmm. Um, nerd guy shoots one of the terrorists uh, with his homemade uh, crossbow, but they manage to get onto the bus, and this is where the greatest part of the movie starts. <laughs> this, this... Bus chase. Hmm. The whole reason why we're here, folks, because this was the clip that Scott Foy had posted on Facebook that brought to my attention that the, how ridiculous this movie must be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Johnny, we thought he was gone. He's not. He's creeping along the top of the school, and he jumps onto the top of the bus like TJ Hooker riding a cop car. And then the nerdy guy's like, all right, Johnny, yeah! Yeah, Johnny! Yeah! 
Um, it's a good thing that um, uh, that that was the bus that they used because I don't think that Johnny would have made it on the bus that shows up a little later, even though it's supposed to be the same bus. <laughs> Wait, what? Just slide right off the other side. Wait, what? What, yeah. what are you? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Well, uh, the uh, the bus uh, at several points uh, goes from being a long bus to a short bus to a long bus to a short bus. Um, so I'm guessing, as uh, as we had in the first of the at the opener, that they had they they thought they had a bus guy. Uh, they could only use the the long bus for half a day, uh, and then they got the uh, the bus that the director used to take to school oh. uh, to use for the rest of the movie. Yes. It's just battle damage. It's fine. <laughs> they just shot the. They blew up the back of it. it legit, yes. <laughs> they blew up the back of it. And at one point, when they go back into the, into the bus, there's no damage at all to the back of the bus. <laughs> also, by the way, um, the lead terrorist sees that Johnny is like outside of the bus in the back. He shoots a rocket launcher in the bus. <laughs> yes. yes. At the back door. As you should, of course, as one does. The logical thing to do. Uh, I, I wrote yeah. that Johnny is basically like cape fearing it on the bottom of the bus too. <laughs> right. I did. I did note that they got like a stuntman actually grinding his ass against the pavement, though. Well, there, there is that. He got the that. Well, I mean, I don't feel that they would have had a whole lot of places for, uh, you know, touching anything up in post uh, in this thing. You may be asking yourself, listener, is this the climax of the movie? Yes, we didn't lie to you. The chase earlier was 45 minutes long. Yep. And then they just screeched the movie to a halt with the hostage situation so they could they could get us all defeated so we'd be super hyped for this, this final climactic bus chase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, see, I thought the movie screeching to a halt was that earlier chase because I was so bored. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Not throughout. There, there were there were moments, but for the most part, I was oh, like, lots of moments. I was like, so, <laughs> all right, come on, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, uh, fights and gunplay. Uh, the short and long of this whole thing is that uh, both the terrorists perish, mm-hmm. uh, but Johnny and Lisa make it through and decide to make uh, cute little uh, inside jokes. Well, their friends are dead. Their teacher <laughs> is dead. Gus is dead. <laughs> Can I walk you home? Oh, maybe I'll serenade you. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, th- I believe she says, um, can you, will yeah, you serenade, can you serenade me? me? And he's like, I'll think about it. It's a callback uh, to earlier in the movie. Yes, you got to pay attention. Yeah, no, I, I got it. But again, <laughs> their friends, teacher, and beloved janitor Gus are all dead. Who? <laughs> <laughs> but pussy, though, Nathan. Hashtag butt pussy. Wait, one T. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Do what you do, homie. Do what you whatever, do. Yeah. Live, no live your best life. And and that's Terror Squad because that's that's the end of the movie. That's that's it. So wow, wow. So Brent, I'm gonna take a guess and say that you said you had three moments, right? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Going where you guess where you lost it. So the first one's obviously Gus. You mentioned that. Yes. I would say one of them has to be the bus switching, right? Yes. Okay. Hmm. You should know the third one. Come on, son. Well, actually, no. I take there's actually four. I'll say that. Oh shit. Okay. You know what? Just tell us. The two you said. The motherfucking old man getting ran over twice. Okay. (laughs) And then just the random like everybody gets shot. It was mad drive. (laughs) Ten minute drive by scene in downtown wherever. Like. 
legit like stand up and do the round of applause like they do at the end of the fucking plays and shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, Brent, uh, since since this is what you do, this is what you do on the home video hustle. I'll ask you, what's your rating out of ten? See, yesterday I actually had a hard time with this. I really, really, really actually had to think about it because, as Nathan said, like, for me, I was never bored that whole 50 minutes. I loved every fucking second of that shit. And then they got to the school, and it's like the brakes got hit so hard, the fucking car probably almost flipped over and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then the end starts, and they got good again. So I, And it reminded me of Ghetto Blaster, which is always a good thing if you listen to that episode with me and Brendan. We got, we got to get Nathan to watch that one day, Brendan. I think you would enjoy it. For different I reasons. probably would. <laughs> yeah. If you enjoyed this at all, you would love that movie. <laughs> um, but I was debating because we, me and Brendan, both actually gave Ghetto Blaster ten. <laughs> <laughs> but it ain't, it ain't that. Brendan actually gave it a ten. I'm not joking. It's like and, ironic uh, ten though. Uh, oh, I, I enjoyed. It. I, I legit meant mine. I mean, on an enjoyability <laughs> scale, it was a ten. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we that was episode fifty of our podcast. I just put out one sixty two, and we still talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I was going to say it was at an 8. It was a solid-ass 8, but then that middle part brought it down to a 7, and I stuck with a 7, so it gets a 7 out of 10 on the home video hustle scale. <laughs> uh, Nathan, would you recommend this movie? Um, Yeah, but that's only because I give it a solid 4.20. <laughs> hey. that's, that's how you should enjoy this movie. That's an odd rating scale. I don't understand. Oh. There you go. <laughs> I'd give it a 1017, but that's a ridiculously high number. <laughs> <laughs> I will um I will say I I think I think I was wrong about cuz you said there's a 30 minute stretch that's a real slog and I guess you were talking about the school stuff? Yes. Cuz I actually yeah, found just, the man. driving stuff was a bit of a slog more than the No. Uh, I I it was the uh for me it was the the hostage situation that just dragged on and on and on. I, 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 like like Brent said the it was like a it's just a nonstop drive-by uh, the entire time during that chase scene. So I, I was, I was kind of having a rather morbid time while watching that. I'm not going to lie. For I me, loved it, man. For, for me, I was like, every time I thought it was over, there was another chase. And I was like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Shelly Long died for your Wow. <laughs> 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 Um, I would love to see a trailer cut for this using <laughs> I Got You. Brent, you heard that? Get it done. I got you. It's all it's talk just, to the asylum tonight. Yeah, it's it's all uh, it's all the chase scene. People getting mowed down, but James Brown's I Got You is <laughs> played in the background. Yeah, so I'm oh. going to say um, there are definitely parts of the movie where I was like, all right, I don't know how much more car chasing I could take, but... <laughs> It's really stupid, and it's pretty hilarious. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, even 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 if you don't count the moment where the bus changes to another bus, <laughs> with with a hand painted sign on the side. Yep. <laughs> so it's pretty great and dumb, and you guys can watch it on YouTube. And if you're in America, you can apparently watch it on Prime. There you go. So I guess at this point, in the earliest we've ever done, we will take a brief break, and we'll be right back. What were they thinking? 
What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. Oh, man, I've been stuck on this dungeon for, like, uh, two weeks now. I wish I knew how to get past this stuff. Oh, there, little youngster. I think I can help you out. Whoa, Jimmy Stewart. Well, that's right. <sighs> Just, Mr. Stewart, I've been stuck on this dungeon for two weeks now. Do you know where I could get some help with it? Well, listen, if Jimmy Stewart knows one thing, it's video gaming. You were Nintendo World Champ three years straight. That's right. You know how I did that? How? Well, for the good folks at GameItAll.com. Wow, they sound keen, Mr. Stewart. It's your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. Do they know about up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, B-A, start? I think I just had a stroke. That's GameItAll.com, giving Jimmy Stewart a stroke since 2020. Yes, we are back. Oh, everybody turn the lights down. Light a candle. Get out your favorite beverage. Because it's time for the low haiku. Yes, the low haiku. 17 syllables to describe this cinematic apportion. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why I made yummy sounds when you said cinematic apportion. <laughs> It says more about you than anything else. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I'm going to quickly uh, divot the subject. So the low haiku. Uh, Brent, would you like to uh, start us off with your low haiku? Why, sure. Yo, this is good shit. Wait, now it's starting to drag. Wait, it's now cool. It's cool again. <laughs> Very, very, very much in the style of a live reaction. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So this is. Uh, I'll I'll read my haiku here. I believe this is more in the style of a uh, a very overexcited uh, PA on the set. <clears throat> hey, look out, Red Dawn! Breakfast Club, you've had your turn. Oh shit! Where's the bus? Let's call it Red Durr. A sprinkle of hues thrown in. It. Recipe for trash. (laughs) Very good, very good. Oddly enough, maybe less sexism and racism than a regular John Hughes movie. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You're loving it? Um, yeah. Not what I just <laughs> talked about, but. <laughs> oh. <sighs> well, those are the haikus. But, Nathan, mm-hmm. we talked about this movie, but what do we always say? Yuck. Well, normally we always say. Don't take a word for us. Yeah. 
We always normally say don't take our word for it. But folks, this might be a first or a, at least a rarity because Rotten Tomatoes critics rating. Any guesses? Uh, not available. Tune in later. Na. You got it. Uh, what about the audience rating, folks? Na. <laughs> you. There, there is actually there is one one critic uh, review on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, what is he saying? It's Dennis Schwartz. Uh, from the Osis World Movie Reviews. Good on you for watching says, this, dude. Yeah. Clumsily made action drama about Middle East terrorists. <laughs> Boom. Slammed. <laughs> Just nailed it. <laughs> so we had to go... Uh, we kind of have to go outside the box here and grab some reviews from other places. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I've got one here ready to go, though, from Amazon. Uh this is from uh, this is this review is called "Bad Guys Kill Plenty of Innocents and Cops Equals No Fun." It's from Gwadowski, and he gives it one star. Three terrorists mow down an entire town of innocent civilians and incompetent policemen. Every time the audience is led to believe the tables will turn, the terrorists maintain victory. I thought this would be good old-fashioned 80s action cheese, similar to Invasion USA with Chuck Norris. But it's a depressing mess of bad special effects and constantly watching the good guys lose. Here's where the review takes a turn. In today's world where the mainstream media sides with terrorists and hates middle America, this movie that should have been silly fun hits too close to home. Yikes. (laughs) Uh, Brent, you got something for us? Yes, on IMDb, oh, shit. gave it a 4 out of 10. Says, the year was 1990, and it was in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was watching TV like always when he wasn't working, and I happened to see this movie on, on. I'm sorry, this is all wordy weird. It was on the movie channel, and I asked him what it was, and he said it was Terror Squad. <laughs> I was watching it with him, and when, <laughs> and when the bad guys blew up a water tower, he left the couch. And I watched the rest. Now I heard they were... <laughs> now I heard... Whoa. Okay, hold on. Now I heard that they were four baddies, but when I was watching it, one baddie died by an explosive in a barn, and the other two died at the end. I thought this movie was violent. The baddies go around killing. They shot a boy and shot a man on a on a mop. I think that's supposed to be moped, and he and he burns but lives. I assume. I don't think he lived, bro. Uh, and at the end, they go to a school where they holds high schoolers hostage and yes i remember where they shot the janitor and they tried to escape on a bus and zero out of one people found that review helpful. <laughs> i just want to say i f- totally forgot about the guy that was set on fire because i literally wrote down someone lit themselves on fire for this movie <laughs> you know and i said four moments i forgot about the mo- or motorcycle that's five because that shit had me on the floor he gets lit on fucking fire and it's a real stuntman getting lit on fire <laughs> for this movie anyway mm-hmm. nathan did you track something down i, I do i have one from the imitable as well okay um it's uh says regional actioner has its moments for a low-budget regional production, they certainly managed to do a lot, particularly endless action scenes in the middle of the movie, uh, wrong, at the beginning and at the end, <laughs> uh, where an unbelievable amount of carnage is enacted, uh, though the sluggish pacing at times makes it uh, makes the scene come across as too long, unfortunately. Uh, the premise, terrorists in Indiana, 
is a hoot, and it helps particularly counteract the slow pacing, thin characters, and questionable writing at times. There's a big laugh from how the school bus at the end of the movie keeps changing sizes. Not a great movie, uh, but you can't help but admire what the filmmakers accomplished for so little may very well have inspired the Dolph Lundgren movie, Detention. <laughs> oh, all right. Never saw that. Neither have I. heard of it. Yeah. Uh, this review is called Officer Friendly, and it's from oh. Amazon by Wally Seitzes, and he gives it three stars. This movie was shot in Kokomo. I was a member of the Kokomo Police Department during its shooting, and oh. I was in the movie. Oh. <laughs> My birthday present was Chuck Connors' line, Seitzes, get the girl. Wish I looked like that now. The storyline is okay. Hated it when the chief of police ran over a pedestrian during the high-speed chase and kept going. <laughs> Loved it. Worst part was when the terrorist chased a large bus the whole movie, but was switched for a short bus in the ending. Cheesy. Three stars. <laughs> uh, I got another one for you right here. Okay. okay. IMDb, 5 out of 10. Oh. There's good and bad to Terror Squad incredibly terrible in the beginning very boring very slow but it doesn't start getting really good until the libyan terrorists take over the high school that's what i thought (laughs) then it doesn't let up the tension it's hard to say whether we forgive the writers or directors for anything that they've done up until the last half hour of the film when that's well when that's the meat and potatoes of the movie and for me it seemed worthwhile will you give them the get out of jail for free card (laughs) that depends on you for some, you may not make it that far. You'll get a half hour into this and think, this movie sucks, and you won't watch it any further. But I'm telling you, the high school takeover makes it worthwhile. It even gets funny because the terrorists start turning on one another, bickering among one another on their, well, bickering among one another on their plan that may got awry. Listen, it's a low-budget, cheesy movie. It's clear they didn't really have any idea what they were doing. But the ending, I liked it. I didn't like the beginning. I didn't like the halfway point, but absolutely love the ending. Hmm. Well, give Terror Squad five stars. See, it's not even called Terrorist Squad. They lost their ways. What? <laughs> that was a roller coaster. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Nobody found that helpful either. Of course not. Why would you? Well, I've got one from IMDb here um, that says, As a citizen of the great city of Kokomo, Indiana, I found this oh, film... Question mark to be more enjoyable as a travelogue of Kokomo in the 1980s than as one of Chuck Connors' better efforts. It is truly abysmal, but as the previous reviewer stated, in a good way. One of my favorite moments, uh, check out Chuck Connors' reaction when he runs over a pedestrian downtown. <laughs> Incidentally, Chuck's first scene was filmed at my cousin's drive-in, the, Clo- the Cone Palace. Uh, but don't hold that against them. Their burgers are the best in Kokomo, while this movie is, well, something else. View this film with plenty of beer and the knowledge that Citizen Kane, it ain't. <laughs> Too bad Mystery Science Theater is out of production. This would have been prime candidate for their show. Enjoy, yeah. dot, 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 but with plenty of beer. <laughs> two out of two people found that helpful. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. All right, I got one more here from Amazon. Uh, this is from Farmer Brown. And he gives it three stars. That was my corn that destroyed it. <laughs> but I liked it a little bit. <laughs> no, he's, he, he says, and this is a kind of a, a really serious review, guys. So I'm going to get a little closer to the mic. Oh, shit. He says, um, this could happen in the USA at any moment. 
three stars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anymore because Chuck Connors is dead. <laughs> Any moment. Any moment. Right now, look out your window. It's happening all around us, you guys. <laughs> What's well, not Brendan? We're in Canada. <laughs> I think Farmer Brown has taken over my body. <laughs> <laughs> sounds you're just doing it in a low haiku voice. Yeah. Uh, I wish that was the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 happening over there. Ooh, Ooh spicy. <laughs> Have you seen that fantastic documentary about that film? I yeah, I, sh- I watched it, yeah. It's really good. Um, really, really good. I feel, so, I feel so awful for that poor guy. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. But it doesn't surprise me. No. No. Uh, you guys got any more reviews you want to share with I us? I think I'm good. Okay. Let's see. Oh, I don't know what that review was called, by the way, but I'm assuming it's it was called, like, This is Real or something like that. <laughs> uh, no, okay, I got one here. Amazingly bad. Uh, if you're making a low-budget film and care about what you're doing, it shows. Peter Maris' low-budget shoot-em-up, on the other hand, shows just how bad a mixture of lack of money and total lack of interest in the quality of the finished product can be. If you enjoy watching movies for the sake of nitpicking, you can entertain yourself pretty well. There are enough goofy geographical errors alone to keep you busy. Never mind the just plain silly bits like the infamous shrinking school bus and the disappearing, (laughs) reappearing windshield. Uh, If you can watch it through more than once, there might be some MST3K potential, but that's the only reason I can give you for watching this movie. Definitely a one uh, on a one to ten scale, and apparently, uh, one person, uh, no, nobody found it uh, helpful, uh, but one person <laughs> gave it a down vote. I guess. No. Oh. Yeah. Zero out of one. It was yeah. Ch- it was Chuck Norris. He is, <laughs> I don't know if you know. He had a f- long time feud with Chuck Connors. Chuck Connors, yeah. yeah. That bastard. <laughs> Steal my first name, will you? Despite the fact that you're older than me. <laughs> yeah, probably not by much though. Uh, well, yeah. I no, I I think actually considerably Chuck Connors is is dead. He died in like ninety two. Well, that's what that's what the mainstream media wants you to believe, Nathan. Oh, shut up, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> he died on top, Brendan. I'm gonna just check my QAnon site one second. <laughs> I don't. Solid conspiracy, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, he was seventy one in nineteen ninety two when he died. So yeah. That's yeah a bad I think he's considerably older than Chuck Norris. Well, Chuck yeah. Norris is like 98 now, isn't he? <laughs> Don't believe so. Oh, okay. I'm not real good at guessing ages. What are you, Brent? Like, I see. What are you, Brent? Like five? Six? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You will get in trouble for this now. <laughs> I didn't do anything inappropriate. <laughs> you got you got children speaking inappropriately on your podcast. Ah, <laughs> fuck it. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. Children speak inappropriately every day. You tough, right? Yeah, that'd be all right. Jack Norris is 80. Yeah, see, he's not that much. Oh, I guess 80 now. That's it? Yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, so, Brent, thank you yes. very much. And the spirit, because we did get a little bit of, a, of the spirit on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, so- she's knocked the fuck out right now. <laughs> Podcast as well? Why, yes, I do. I have a podcast called The Home Video Hustle. 
we put out episodes every Friday and we watch whatever random movie I put in the bag that PJ pulls out of said bag. Or sometimes I'll just send Brendan a bunch of trailers and be like, hey, pick a damn movie to watch. And we'll record it tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. To- or later that day if possible. <laughs> yeah. Which is one of the reasons why I'm like never on their show is because I have kids and schedules to adhere to. <laughs> Well, I can't be like, yeah, it's four in the morning. I'm going to watch Terror Squad so I can record a show today. Nathan, can you get ready in, in three hours? We're watching a two-hour and 15-minute movie. <laughs> That's enough time to get ready afterwards. Yeah, with no warning whatsoever. you got to get ready to watch a Serbian film. Oh my God. No. Nathan, why weren't and you on that episode? Secondly, yeah, secondly I'm, I'm Heath Slater, okay? I got kids. <laughs> I will say, if you get, there's a lot of movies that are banned from this show. But they will get played on the home video hustle. So if there's a movie there's only you can think of, there two. Huh? There's two movies that are not that are not done on this show. Oh yeah, what's but the other? Brent one? won't do Salo. Salo and a Serbian film are the only two movies. See, I could do Salo because it is on the Criterion Channel. We could do it. Let's do it. We. Could. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, oh no! I was thinking of the the uh, Crispin Glover movie. I thought you said Nathan would ban that. Oh, one he. I said he would if he watched any of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> what's that? Uh, Crispin Glover movie called What Is It? I've never heard of it. Mm, it's probably bad for the best. This is to the home video hustle to hear all about it. <laughs> There's blackface and Nazi imagery and all kind of fun shit like that. <laughs> Thanks, Brendan. It gets more fucked up than that. I, did, I forgot about that So part. it's a Republican fundraiser video. Uh, yeah, yes. If that's... If that's uh, I don't know. <laughs> You know, the thing that fucked me up the most about it, that Brendan picked is because there's, there's actual animal, like, deaths in there. I'm like, he made me watch this? Yeah, it's, it's uh, another thing that I forgot. <laughs> the moral is... <laughs> you forgot a lot. The moral is, <laughs> don't pick a movie you have a vague recollection of it being weird. Because odds are there's other stuff. Animals die in racism. Yeah. All kind of shit. Yeah, it was, it was all bad. Okay. There's a snail that screams for five minutes straight, and it's loud as fuck. And it's That's and good. it's and it's voiced by Feruza Bach from uh, Island of Doctor Moreau for some reason. Yeah, for just because she was there that day. <laughs> that's, that's that's the role you pick for Feruza Bach. <laughs> yep, screaming. Not snail. the craft. <laughs> nope. Not American History X. Nope. Oh, yeah. not the Water Boy. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, on the Home Video Hustle, we watch shit like that. Yeah. And. Because Brendan has done, let me see, I'm trying to, real quick, yeah, we did a Serbian film, we did What Is It, we did Ghetto Blaster, we did uh, The Item, we did a Mission of Justice, what else? I think that, there might be one or two more, I can't think, but those movies, that's the type of shit Brendan likes to come do on our show. Home Video Hustle, new episodes every Wednesday, videos on Friday, on Twitter, you can follow us at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase oddcast, and you see how I just went on tangents like that, just out of nowhere, that happens a lot, that's why our episodes are sometimes three hours long, so get ready, get your snacks and shit. HVH podcast with one D, yes, that's right. Not two because that te- that Twitter talks about a movie that we haven't even done yet for some reason. <laughs> and so. you won't, you know what? <laughs> Figure it out. You got to keep it up. You got to never do that movie. Oh, that's legit. Why I have still, but we haven't done it because of that. <laughs> keep the joke rolling. <laughs> I'm gonna come do it on y'all show one day. Just redux. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Which is funny because we've done it on another show. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That was on there. So I could, yeah, we could do it on y'all. See, there it is. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, is still everything. <laughs> so the hint for next week, we are, uh, we are no longer doing summer flopbusters. We are out of summer flopbuster month. And your hint is <clears throat> cannibals aren't fake. <laughs> okay. There we go. Cannibal Holocaust? <laughs> Not yet. 
Cannibal <laughs> the Musical. There you go. Cannibal Holocaust 2. Eating people boogaloo. Gastric um, boogaloo. Come on, no, gastric boogaloo. I don't it's know. There you go. <laughs> this movie destroys so That's me. why... That's why Nathan's gonna be my writer on this movie. <laughs> God damn it, Brent! <laughs> I can really punch that stuff up. I thought we had something. There you go. <laughs> you 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 just producer. You don't get to write. Oh well, that's okay. I just got all the money. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we've got that out of the way, Nathan, your old pal Montrose Monkington. Oh, okay. I'll get him. Just give me a second. All right. You asked for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, you smelly bastards. Oh, no. your good friend Montrose Monkington III here. Go to my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV. And then, and then, and then, then, then we can be, we can be friends on Facebook, uh, the group uh, Montrose Monkington III Esquire and friends, because uh, I'm an Esquire. Uh, and then you can also, you can, you can, you can tweet at me on Twitter at Montrose the Third. That's number three. R.D. Mm-hmm. Montrose, uh, you, you good? Yes, thank you, more later. Mm-hmm. Wow, very uh, very unprofessional. <laughs> Told you, he's been drinking all day. Yeah, well, I mean, it is... Fr- well, I was going to make a joke about the day it is, but I guess it is Friday. <laughs> weekends, don't mean sh- weekends don't mean shit anymore. No, they don't. No, they do not. <laughs> Every day is Friday. Get fucked up. Sorry. <laughs> Especially in Canada. Woo! That's right. <laughs> you can also find us all over social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. We're on Facebook. Just search for What Were They Thinking? We have a Facebook group, What Were They Thinking Interactive, where you can talk to us, you can talk at us, you can talk with us, whatever you want to do. Um, you can talk to other people. I don't give a shit. Just come and have a good time. Uh, we're <laughs> also talk, damn it. we're also on all the podcatchers. If you're listening to us right now, you obviously know that we're on at least one of the podcatchers. But our home base is www.ttpodcast.podbean.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, you can also find us on Redbubble and T Public. We've got merch. And we've also got our Patreon page at patreon.com slash podcast. You can be cool like Brent and be a patron. Yeah, get early shit. Yeah, early shit, bonus episodes, pee on episodes. I almost said Give pee- us movies to watch. Yeah, I almost said pee on episodes. <laughs> Give us movies to watch. Oh, you got pee on episodes? <laughs> that goes piss on VHS tapes and send them to you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a special P.O. box that I've set up. Uh, I don't like to announce that on air. Um, <laughs> That's the side podcast. Don't know why no. What were they pissing? Yeah, yeah. What were they tink? What were they drinking? What were they tinkling? <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's so there's all that stuff. So there you go. Um, yeah. So I guess before we get to the questions at the end here, I want to reiterate and thank uh, Brent again. Thank you very much. I want to reiterate and thank you both of y'all for having me here. Y'all always give me good shit to watch, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Brendan, I get good shit here, but I don't get good shit from my podcast. Brendan, what's up with that? <laughs> um, I am the rules. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You know what? That's still the best line from that whole movie. I don't care what nobody said. <laughs> oh, so why is that not on the t-shirt yet? You got a t-public page. Why is that not on the shirt yet? Well, well, I'll I'll talk to our uh, I'll talk to our department, aka Mariah. <laughs> there you go. I'll talk to our. She's department. done swinging her big dick around. That's right. That's right. I am Put the, the porn down for five minutes and make a shirt. <laughs> That's a shirt right there. 
<laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm giving you all these ideas, man. Come on, son. That's free. <laughs> I'll write because you my homie. I love y'all. Oh, can't stop it. Oh, so, so just such a happy note to end on. We're all so happy here. So anyway, speak for yourself. <laughs> I've got kids. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I'm exhausted. So. To wrap this all up, Nathan, I do have questions for you. Well, I, I, I'll do my best, man. Uh, well, I mean, in a movie that stars Chuck Connors. Right. Um, in, a, in a movie in which, well, I mean, I was going to say it's crazy that he runs over a guy that's already been hit with a car, but that's not that crazy. <laughs> in, in a movie where... I mean, they completely change the bus in the middle of an action scene to a much shorter bus. Which is a, a pretty good metaphor for this entire movie. <laughs> yes. In a movie in which, uh, I mean, I guess it's trying to be Red Dawn and The Breakfast Club, and we were all pretty convinced that maybe these movies wouldn't cross mm-hmm. into each other. <laughs> um <laughs> In a movie full of collisions, that's one collision we didn't see coming. And in a movie in which... What were they thinking? Almost heaven. West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountain. Shenandoah River. Life is all there. Older than the trees, younger than the mountain, blowing like a breeze. Country road, take me home to the place I belong. West Virginia, mountain mama, take me home, country road. Country roads take me home to the place I belong. West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home, country.